Hello, and welcome to Healthy Mentals. I'm Tiberius, and I am joined by the adorable Rain, and today we're talking about apologies. Um, in a few of the places that I frequent, I've seen uh, a, um, information about five apology languages, um, essentially outlining different types of apologies that work for different people yeah. or different components of apologies that work for different people that they, they recognize and feel as if they've been properly apologized to. Um, similar to love languages. Similar to love languages, actually from the same, the same author, the same researchers. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Chapman, or at least one of the same researchers that did love languages. Um, yeah. So why don't we start by outlining those five, and then we can kind of expand on that, on those ideas, because... After seeing them a few months ago, revisiting them now, and then working with them in this interim, there have been some interesting stuff that has come up. So, to outline them, the first uh, of the apology languages, as they're being, as they're dubbed, is expressing regret. Uh, the second is accepting responsibility. The third is making amends. The fourth is making uh, a plan of change. And then the fifth, and it's noted in, in each of these times that I've seen this, that this one is by far the least... Utilized? Least utilized, but perhaps the least recognized as like people wanted this. Oh, interesting. Of, yeah, a lot of these surveys, this just came up the least often, it seems. Okay. But for the people that this mattered for, that created a particular problem, because the fewest people were giving just the simple, like, request for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, So, those are the five. Um, expressing regret... Accepting responsibility, making amends, making plans for the future, and just a simple request of forgiveness. Um, what do you want to? Where do you want to start with these? Um, I think it would be helpful to start with some examples of what they look like. Okay, that makes sense. Um, just go down the line, maybe. Yeah. So expressing regret would look like I'm sorry for. Um, and just saying what you're apologizing for, the thing that happened, right? Yeah. Um, and being clear that you wish that that hadn't happened, like that you right. hadn't done that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one seems pretty straightforward. It almost feels, to me, like what saying sorry is. Like when I right. just think in my head of like, what is saying sorry, that feels like the thing. Like, well, I'm sorry that, that I did this. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wish that I had not done this in the way that it turned out. Right. Um, so, yeah. What's... Which I feel like can is more of a personal thing, now that I'm thinking about it in that way. Like, I regret that this happened. Like, I'm sorry that this happened. But, like, not necessarily expressing that, like compassion for the other person's role in that or other Ooh, people's okay. role in that I hadn't thought of that yeah I hadn't either until just now when you were giving that example so <laughs> nice um so the next one would be uh, accepting responsibility this could look like you know like yo that's on me if we're gonna go with the language that I normally go like that's right. my bad. That's yeah. totally my fault. That's on me. I wasn't you. Mm -hmm. I made a mistake. These sorts of things. Yeah. Things that are just, like, making it clear that I'm not... This wasn't you. This was me. Yeah. It's not you. It was me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that one's pretty straightforward. And again, that one feels to me like these two together 
feel like the classic apology. Right, right. Like, I'm sorry for this. This was my fault. Mm-hmm. That is, like, the basics. If you don't do that to me, it feels like there's no way it could possibly be an apology. Those are the bare bones. Right. The bare minimum. Um, right, because if you just do, like, the sorry, you know, like, shrug and sorry, like, people don't... That's not a nice thing. Right. You know? People right. don't really accept that as a real apology at that point without the combination of the, like, I'm sorry for doing this thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's because that first one is so, like, personal, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Subjective? Like, yeah, subjective about yourself, because you're expressing your regret. It's your emotion about the thing. You're not acknowledging yeah, any other sorry. component. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I was thinking from a different angle. Okay. Where, oftentimes, if you just have the phrase, like, I'm... Like, not even I'm sorry, just the phrase sorry. Mm-hmm. It can be used in in contexts that don't mean sorry. Right. You know, I'm thinking about like the person who shoulder checks you in the hallway, like sorry. Right, yeah, that more like aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or so or like sorry. Like these sorts of things where you're you're almost gaslighting the other mm-hmm. person. I go, sorry. Yeah. And so, without those components, without the component of, I'm taking responsibility, like, yeah. sorry, this is my fault, mm-hmm. it could be like, well, it could be a gaslight, it could be any of these things that's hard to differentiate. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the moment where someone needs to apologize to you, you're not, often, I'm not, I guess, let me just speak from personal experience, I'm not often extending the benefit of the doubt to whoever is apologizing be like, well that sorry must have been the good type, not right. It wasn't the flippant <laughs> dismissive sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um third is making amends, right? Um this one is just what can I do to make up for that? Um sometimes it is literally just that that sort of a question, the request uh, of more information Um, other times it could be a preformed plan already Mm -hmm. or you know like it could be a thing that is being brought to the table an example we've talked a lot about apologies in the last like few days uh, thinking about this stuff an example that keeps coming up is like what if you were at the office and through some sort of carelessness came home late and that evening that you came home late, you were supposed to be having dinner mm-hmm. with your partner, and so now you, quote, ruined dinner by showing up late. Yeah. Um, how would you make amends to that? Maybe in this case, if you're coming at, coming at it with something preformed, you'd offer to, like, make up the dinner, mm-hmm. and by, you know, maybe making it or ordering a new dinner mm-hmm. yourself on, a, on an upcoming date. So... Sometimes it might just look like the request. Other times it might be, I'm doing this thing or uh, a Some gift. sort of offering, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a, a wide range. Yeah, an offering of time or gift or effort or... And then you just get into love languages. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was definitely thinking that is making amends is an offering of what love language... You know, bid, would mm-hmm. you like, what sort of thing. Right, because that wouldn't translate to our situation. If you came home late, like, you're not going to make up that dinner in the same way, you know? Like, right, I'm not suddenly about to, like, cook some... Fancy deep... meat, yeah. yeah. Um, so it would have to be a different sort of offering. Like, I'm so sorry, would you like a massage? Yeah. Know? Like, let's pick something I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, what was number four? Um, make a plan Plan. for change. So, I think this one, let's stick with the same example, right? Let's say, if making amends was, I'm gonna, 
make a dinner or I'm going to make a massage, whatever, like the plan for change might be, uh, you know, I'm sorry for showing up late. I'm sorry for, uh, you know, not showing up in time. Next time, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, on our, on our next dinner date night, I'm going to try to leave work early or mm-hmm. I'm going to set a second alarm mm-hmm. or I'm going to, you know, these sort of things. Right. What are the concrete steps mm-hmm. you are going to take? In yeah, order I was going to say, I feel like it has to be measurable because you can't be like, well, I'll try and do better in the future because that doesn't give enough information. Or like, I assume you were trying to do better this time right. and it didn't work. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that one's pretty straightforward. And then perhaps the most straightforward but seemingly the least utilized is just the request for forgiveness like will you forgive me like do you forgive me mm-hmm. um and this kind of makes sense to me because it feels very vulnerable because mm-hmm. no could right. be the answer right. <laughs> like that that doesn't feel good yeah that's fair that makes sense i guess i was surprised by that being the least used one um how to phrase this because of the prevalence of Christianity in this country. And because that's such a large mechanism of how at least the Catholic aspect of Christianity works, you know? So I was just surprised that more people aren't trying to do that. Yeah. No, that makes sense. What you're saying makes sense. Um, yeah, I guess I just thought of it as people are embarrassed to, like, be... Not embarrassed, they're just scared to be rejected. Right. And, like, fair enough, social species, all that sort of stuff. But, like, yeah, it feels like one of the easier ones to pull off when it comes down to, like, making amends. You have to, like, mm-hmm. actually do right. a thing. <laughs> you know, make, making a plan for the future involves, like, making a whole-ass mm-hmm. plan for the future. Versus, like, will you forgive me is... Yeah. Well, and I think also maybe there's some sort of assumption around an apology. Oh, I've apologized like, so you Right, like an ex- an expectation or an assumption that you're like, well, I've apologized and I've made amends, I've done a thing, like yeah. so I've done everything on my end like, you know, and not wanting to know or not feeling <laughs> compelled to ask about that. Like, a lack of empathy, not really... Like, is it... Why Why do you think that might be? Is it one of those things of just in ignorance to it, of not considering that the other person might just not forgive them in that moment? Is it a fear of not right. being forgiven? I think it could be either of those or a combination of those. Yeah. That's interesting. More exploration on that one. Um perhaps another podcast episode on that in the future Uh, apologies are so necessary that it feels like there's no way this is our last time we talk about it Um, so those are the languages laid out and those are some concrete examples or Mm -hmm. you know more uh, a little more in depth understanding of it um see where do we want to go next how do we want to go to like our personal ones or do you want to go towards you know stick out with like stick with the zoomed out version of like how would one go about learning their apology languages um yeah let's go well i don't know i almost think at this point it's makes more sense to talk about our personal like thought process and discoveries and then we can go to those things. Alright, plan C. <laughs> plan C is that... Uh, it seems that we disagree with some of this. Yeah, so I looked at the image that you had made with all of these listed out. And then my brain read that like a checklist. Yeah. And then I was like, wait. This looks like a checklist, though. Like, it seems like all of these would be things that you would want to go down and see if they're applicable in any situation and then do that progression. Like you said, the first two seem like, you know, they both have to be Right, like those are the first bare bones Um, components, which is why they would come first, yeah. 
and and I just think that it looks more like a checklist like is there regret for my actions um am I responsible for this thing how can I make amends you know um how can I plan to change this in the future and do you forgive me now you know like it doesn't look to me like any one of those things would be sufficient on its own yeah um that makes sense and I I agree largely um maybe fully um the first time I wrote this out I wrote a post about this on Facebook today and but I'd written a post about this on Facebook a few months ago, I believe. And I wrote I didn't write about like the five apology languages. Mm-hmm. I wrote just my understanding of apologies and I wrote six different components. Mm-hmm. And I I wrote it as like a pick pick you know, mix and match the pieces you pick for each of your apologies, like learn which ones make the most sense. But it feels a little dishonest to be honest, to be fair, because it's not what I do in like my life. Mm-hmm. It's not how I actually approach apologizing to you, for example. Right. Like I just go down and I do all the things on the list. Like I don't pick. Well, I know that you like these ones the most, so I'm gonna do that. Like I go right. and I start with like, yo, I'm sorry this happened. Mm-hmm. That was definitely my bad. It wasn't like. It wasn't on you. It was this thing, and it was these are my actions. Here's how my actions did this. I'm sorry that this affected you in this way. You probably felt, you know, it's likely that you felt. And here was the one that I added was um, acknowledging how the other person feels. That was one of the the languages that I added right. on there. It's like I I imagine that you likely felt upset or mm-hmm. betrayed or disappointed or well, sad. and I had expressed at some point that that was like one of the most important parts of an apology to me but it wasn't like depicted under any of these initial things yeah no one in the multiple places I've seen talking about love love languages huh? <laughs> uh, apology languages no one has acknowledged that part just the no one has mentioned the acknowledgement of the other person's right, and in that state. dinner example, that would look like the you know person coming home from work and being like, "Oh, that was tonight. I'm so sorry. I did this. You know, blah blah. blah. How can I make this up to you? That must have felt awful. You must have felt like I forgot about you. Right. Like I didn't care enough, or like you weren't a priority. I'm sorry you had to feel that way. You know. Right. So like, okay. So let's stick with that dinner example, and we'll go down like. Mm-hmm. The way that I would apologize to you, right? For, like, let's say I'm the one late for the dinner. Mm-hmm. i like, sorry about this sort of thing. It, this was, obviously, it was my bad. You had the dinner set up. I fucked this up. Mm-hmm. I messed this up. I don't know if we're going to bleep that. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I make amends? Because, like, as we talked about before, I'm not going to necessarily be able to right. make a fancy dinner to just one for one this mm-hmm. right now. So, like, how can I make amends? Um here's what I'm going to do in the future to make sure that, you know, I don't mess up any more of our dinner dates. Um, like, will you forgive me? And, like, that's how I apologize mm-hmm. to you. I just literally do the whole checklist. Right. And sometimes things aren't applicable. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think that it should be a checklist that you go down and, like, does this apply here? Does this apply here? Yeah. And I think in don't most cases... Yeah. made amends for yeah. they're so small for Yeah. Example. Or just aren't things you could make amends for. Right. Like, they're, like maybe an opportunity is gone, and, mm-hmm. like, you can't do anything. It's just, you ruined right. it. You like, know? or I ran over the neighbor's dog or something, and it's oh, like, yeah, right. oh, my like, God, I'm so sorry, but there's no way I'm ever going to be able to make that up to that right. person. And they might not even want me around to, like, try to make that up to them, you know? Right. I didn't run over my neighbor's dog, you guys. It was just, <laughs> it just got real dark for a second. <laughs> I was just trying to think of, because I feel like it's one of those scaled things. Like, either it's so small that it wouldn't make sense to try and make an amends for it, or it's so big that it's impossible to make that amends for it. Yeah. I. So, in a way, this hits on an idea that. of like if all these languages are actually just like one apology 
like mm-hmm. a, a complete apology, right? Um, or all the components of a potentially complete apology, then what happens in like outlying scenarios where we still say sorry? That like, what are the other functions of? How would I say this? So there are other scenarios. There's a scenario like this where I've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. My actions and my, you know, ignorance or whatever mm-hmm. has created the mistake. Right. But there are other scenarios where I could not have avoided said mistake. Or maybe we wouldn't even call it a mistake. I couldn't have avoided the thing going wrong. An accident. Or, An accident. Yeah. And But I am still sorry. Right. I would still say I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, or there's scenarios in which I wasn't involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a bad day at work or someone mm-hmm. out in public did a thing in one of these stores and you're like, oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Right? To me, that seems like the different apology language. It's just like the different functions of an apology. Right. Um, here's an apology for I acknowledge the thing that you have gone through. Mm-hmm. Like the For example, for the like uh, the store one you know, or the bad day at work one. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge that a bad thing happened, that that must have been a negative emotional experience for you. I'm sorry that that happened. That's right. what the function of it is. And that's but more I'm, of an exercise in, like, sympathy and or empathy. Yeah, like. but I'm not taking responsibility right. for that, trying to make amends, making a plan for the future. None of those things are applicable. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also, on top of that this idea like the ones that I'm not involved in but there's the accents right which is it seems like it could be the same one but it's it's slightly different because A I am involved Mm -hmm. like I might not have had an intention like a malicious intention of any sort right but I still was involved in the thing Mm -hmm. um I stepped on your toe I was thinking for the kids stepping on their toes like (laughs) I don't ever want to step on a kid's foot that's ridiculous. They have little tiny, cute, adorable <laughs> feet. Like, that's, oh. Right. And my feet are giant in, in comparison. Yeah. But, like, when that happens, I still stepped on their foot. They still mm-hmm. experienced pain. Right. I'm still regretful of that thing. But I'm not necessarily going to, like, I might try to make amends. Like, is there something I could do? But, like, I'm not going to necessarily change my actions. Like, I, I was just right. walking. You know, like, the, yeah. some of these things can't be avoided. Yeah. Little kids run underfoot. Maybe, maybe it was the little child's fault for running underneath you. You know what I mean? But I'm still going to say sorry because mm-hmm. I still don't want to have stepped on their foot. Yeah. Um, so it feels like those are maybe the more, the three, not necessarily the languages, but the functions mm-hmm. of apologies is a thing where you have avoidably made a mistake, made an avoidable mistake. Mm-hmm. A thing where you have made an unavoidable mistake or an accident, mm-hmm. and then an acknowledgement of someone an emotional else's state. suffering. Yeah. yeah, an acknowledgement of someone else's suffering. Um, and then all of these languages are just a component, all the initial ones that we, the five that we mm-hmm. mentioned from Dr. Chapman's work, are just a component of the. Of one complete apology. Yes. Whereas on the acknowledging how another person feels, you might only need an acknowledgement of how they feel and then, like, an offering of Mm -hmm. compassion. Right. Can I help? What is it? You know, Mm -hmm. but it can't, it's not necessarily making amends or any of that. And then on the accident, you're mostly just requesting to be excused. Right. Like, can you excuse these actions? Yeah. Um... In the same way that, like, when you fart, you say, excuse me. It's not a thing that you can necessarily control completely, obviously, some control over it. But, like, you can't really control that you're a human being and that's going to happen. And so you say, excuse me, to, like, get permission to move on from that moment. And that's the same as, like, bumping into somebody and being like, sorry. And that's... People use those interchangeably in those moments, you know? Right, Like, you bump into somebody and, you know, excuse me, or sorry, or, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Exactly. That makes sense. Okay. Um, Now that we have... (laughs) 
expanded the number of these these pieces to mm-hmm. six, it seems. Or, seven. sorry, seven. Seven. And we have disagreed <laughs> with the idea that they are to be used separately. Mm-hmm. And instead we think that they all should be used together. Or that they should be grouped together so. yeah. in certain groupings, depending on what your uh, aim is of the whatever type of apology this is. Um, what are your go-tos? Like, how do you normally apologize when you're not, like, thinking about it? This last few days obviously have been very different. Mm-hmm. But when you're not thinking about it or before these last few days, what were your go-tos? Um, I think mine was mostly an acknowledgement of the other person's suffering. Um, oftentimes with a, like, how can I make this up to you sort of thing, you know. Um... But I think, like, if you're going to try and... If you're going to try and use it like this list was initially intended to be used and pick, like, one thing, I think that's just your, like, 80-20 apology thing, right? Right. Like, if you say nothing else to me, ask how you can fix this. Like, you, if you don't say I'm sorry, mm-hmm. if you don't take responsibility, if you don't ask for forgiveness, if you don't do anything else you figure out a way to make this up to me yes. or like change your behavior. We see that one a lot, you know, right, especially like, I don't care what it is mm-hmm. you got to say to me, like show me how you're going to change that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, I like that framing of when, instead of you having like in the way of like, well, Ooh, interesting. This opens up the idea of like, could you look at the love languages through that same, uh, lens potentially? But we'll talk about my thoughts on love languages another day. Yeah, I actually have some thoughts around that as well. Uh, Yeah, and so... Huh. That's an interesting framing. I really like... I like how many things are just coming up these last few days that I've never thought of about apologizing. A thing that... I've said hundreds of apologies, thousands of apologies. (laughs) Yeah, I I apologize to the kids all the time. Well, and that's another interesting thing. People that compulsively apologize, what are they doing? Right. Because I'm one of those people. And this, you guys are hearing this thought as, (laughs) as it happened in my brain. So I haven't like sorted this one out really. But what am I doing when I'm constantly apologizing to you? Like, I'm sorry if I did that. I'm sorry that I did this. I'm sorry that I was, you know, like. Is it that request to be excused thing? Is it like, I think that each of these actions need to be excused? Yeah. That's the one I'm leaning towards as I'm talking about it right now is, you know, Mm. is constantly like a request to be excused or for that moment to be accepted or acknowledged or, you know, like. Yeah. I do like that 80-20. Sorry, that just wrapped back yeah, around no, that 80-20 of like, if nothing else, do this thing. Like, mm-hmm. if nothing else, pick this one of the f- seven things. Um, I f- A, because I feel like that changes. It's, it changes over time for an individual. And maybe says more about the individual than just like that moment in time of like the thing you're apologizing for mm-hmm. um perhaps tied to things like love languages right like what is it what are the things that drive you uh, you know outside of this where like okay let's zoom it into something real um let's say i have set up a dinner mm-hmm. right i it's low-key because like I only make what I make um but the idea is like the setup of it mm-hmm. like we're gonna listen to music yeah. and it's gonna be fancy cam- candles and all this sort of stuff right and that's the thing and for some reason you're the late one in this um and so like the food's cold or whatever blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happens I'm not experienced in making dinners for people and waiting for them to come, you know, like to come home to the dinner. So, like, I imagine, like, it gets cold or something, or... I mean, you could just pull a situation from our real lives for this. Okay. Because often we'll make a date plan for the end of the day. Ooh, okay. And I will 
by some way or another get too tired and bail on the plan. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that fits with what you were trying to say. It just seemed like you were struggling to like picture that actually happening. Yeah, just, me being late to a thing, you I, you know having too made many a dinner. Components for me to yeah. like really keep this straight in my head is too fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so that that happens a lot where it's, we'll plan for like a night date or like a morning date and I won't wake up on time or I'll be too tired by when it happens. So. Right, and so for me, if we're looking at like brief delving into love languages, like a very much quality time, physical touch sort of person, I might not... Does that translate to like? I tend to be like an um, apology languages person. I don't really need anyone to like say sorry to me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not. That's not a huge thing to me. I know whether or not I think someone should be sorry, yeah. and so like I'm just pretty <laughs> secure in that, and I don't really need them to tell it. To yeah. Me. Um, I don't need them to accept responsibility. I've already put the responsibility on them in my head. I get it. Yeah. I, like I. I don't even really need them to know that they're the responsible party because I'm not blamed in that sense just isn't what I'm focused on, mm-hmm. right? Um, I do like people making amends because generally it's like, well, this has cost me in some way time or money or, mm-hmm. you know, effort, whatever. Yeah. I want, let's make up for that. And then I'm a big, like, here's how I'm not going to waste more of this time in the future. Blah, blah, blah. And I don't really need anyone to me to ask for forgiveness because, like, yeah, if we're having this conversation and this is what we're doing, like, yeah, I'm gonna forgive you. Mm-hmm. I just want us to find a plan to make this work. Yeah. So I don't, I don't need like one, two, and five out of these things normally. Right. Um, does that making amends and making a plan for the future do those necessarily tie into like? Because you would think making amends would be act of service. Or at least I would think. I feel like that one's kind of weird because I feel like at that point, anything is an act of service. Oh, even if it is like... A massage would right. be an act of service, but also physical touch. Yeah, or quality, time, quality time would be an act of service in that moment because you're trying to give the person a thing. It's not like just like, we're going to hang out and spend some time together. It's like, what can I do? The making of itself is the act of service. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. You can tell I'm so well versed in apologies. I'm a wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm great at saying sorry. I mean, I don't know that I'm right about any of these things either. I'm just saying the things that I think about it. So. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just. I'm more. I guess commenting on how much is still constantly outside of like my understanding of right saying sorry I spent a lot of my life not saying sorry mm-hmm. right like and maybe that's very common in like American dudes um who are a little ego- egotistical mm-hmm. and a little full of themselves but like I just spent a lot of my time not really worrying about the consequences of like if I was wrong I would like make up for the thing because mm-hmm. like I'm a make amends person and a plan for the future like so I'd plan to not mess it up again and I would try to like make up for whatever it was that I made the mistake but I didn't like tell people like oh I'm sorry for this and blah, 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 blah. so like this is all very new all of those components outside of just like fixing the well, problem are yeah I was gonna say it seems like with the way that you were raised and a lot of the things that you um, sought out in, like, your education and everything, like, you've talked about, um, being at, like, choir practice, right? And, like, you don't make amends in the moments where you, like, make a mistake there. Right, you just fix it for the next run. Like, you gotta, don't do that again. And, like, part (laughs) of that is because, like, you can't stand on a stage and, like, make amends with the audience, (laughs) About like, okay, I'm sorry I messed up that word, you know, give me another chance, I'll I'll do it better in the future. Like, you can't do that, you have to just carry on. Yeah. And so, that's how a lot of your life looked, and it seems like your parents were also in that category, where it was like, your dad didn't really want to talk about the thing. Really? It was just like, okay, you got a C, fix it. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> 
So don't make this. This has been a problem for me. Mm-hmm. Don't make it a problem for me again. Right, and so it was Fix. all changed behavior and no talk, no anything else. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> uh, so. Hmm. We talked earlier about that phrase or the idea that saying sorry or apologizing without uh, the intent to change your behaviors is mm-hmm. a like a meaningless gesture. Yeah, a lot of people like to say that. Um, how? I mean, it feels directly contradictory to what we've already said, right? right. Like, if one of the if one of the reasons you would apologize is for things you're not even involved in, right? what actions am I going to change to help mm-hmm. you avoid your day at work away from me that I'm, you know, in right. some office that I was never in? Well, and with the, you know, like bumping into people example as well, um, that scales up, you know, mental illness, I feel like could fall under that category of like, people aren't consciously choosing to be an inconvenience with their mental illness. But I feel like apologies are necessary and important for people with mental illness to, like, have as part of their regimen for, like, dealing with the outside world. Because if you live with somebody with mental illness, it's very difficult. And you are an inconvenience to their day sometimes. And you do maybe want to say sorry or find a way to make amends. But, like, that's still not your fault. (laughs) Right, like, so. I didn't choose to have a manic episode. Right. Like, if I chose, like, just like you, I would choose for me to not have that manic episode. Right. Um, so, like, I didn't pick that. But I did yell at you during said manic episode. Right. Like, it was my body, it was me doing mm-hmm. that. So, I, you know, like, this, I should say sorry for that. I should apologize right. for that. But it well, doesn't, and that's... it's not the same thing as an avoidable yeah. mistake. That's interesting, though, because if we're going to put it under the classification of, like, the pardon me type of apology, right, where it's, like, a thing that you don't control, it wasn't on purpose, it wasn't a a calculable mistake, you know, right. um, that you could have avoided, That, but I still feel like there's amends to be made in some of those situations, so, like, maybe there's some overlap in these categories, Okay. Because I know yeah. when I have a mental health episode, I want to make amends to my friends and family who have been affected about this. I'm sorry I took up so much time. How can I make that up to you? Or, you know, I'm sorry that I broke this thing. You right. know, what can I do about that? Um, and it's not my fault still, but it is a thing. It's my responsibility. Yeah, it's my responsibility. Exactly. That's that's a better way to put it i wouldn't have gotten there for a minute so okay so it does have the component of like it's so it is still like like expressing regret for actions Mm -hmm. it is taking a sort of responsibility yeah maybe not for the action but for the need to like make those amends Mm -hmm. um yeah because you're not necessarily gonna make a plan for the future though Mm -hmm. because like I mean, I'm still going to be, I'm still going to have bipolar in the future, right. or whatever, you know, your particular mental illness is. Like, I don't have a plan to not have, like, if there was a plan for me to just not have that, I'd already have enacted it, and right. I'd already not have the bipolar, you know, sort of idea. Right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you are kind of requesting to be excused, and, like, and you're definitely acknowledging, there's room to acknowledge how that affects the other mm-hmm. person. Hmm. I'm gonna so have to you make can a whole new graphic about all this. <laughs> right. So I feel like that one we had discussed it earlier as more of before we started doing the podcast yeah. as more of like maybe it fits into the excuse me, pardon me, I bumped into you because it's an accident or it's a thing that you can't control. But like I feel like that one fits into just like a weird subcategory where you still can go down that checklist and there's just like you can't really make a plan for the future. So, do all of these have that, then? It, so, let's look at the a thing that I'm not involved in at all, right? Okay. So, 
can we go down the checklist and it just only has like two things out of the checklist okay. that would work? Because um, like, I don't have any regret for my actions. I wasn't there. No um, responsibility. Not, don't have any responsibility. You're not making amends, but off, an offering of like compassion there, like can I help, is a similar right. thing to making amends. Okay. There's some overlap there, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Right, because um, you might offer, you know, if that person's sick, like, can I bring you some tea? Can I mm-hmm. get you a cool rag? Can I sit with you? Do you, you know, exactly. do you want a show on? Do you want, yeah. Right. Um, so you're still, there's an offering of those acts of service there, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not make a plan to change your action in the future because you didn't do anything. Um, you don't necessarily have a request to be excused, but you are acknowledging how they feel. Right. So it is just the... Just two of Just them. the two. Okay. So this checklist seems right. to be help, I like helpful that. no matter what sort of apology mm-hmm. you're looking at. As long as it has all seven of the components. Right. On. And so, like, if I bump into you, express regret for my actions, I regret that I bumped into you. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, I can accept some responsibility, but, like, not to the degree I would if I, like, made a more conscious mistake. Yeah. Um... Like, sorry, bro, I was looking at my phone, I didn't see you there. You know, like, yep. you can do that and accept that level of responsibility. It's just a much smaller level. Mm-hmm. So, you can make amends if something has occurred in that moment. You know, like, they spilled their coffee or dropped their paperwork because you bumped into them. Right. You could help pick help them, them up, yeah. pick it up, or maybe make so I think that one is dependent, like, situation yeah. dependent. Um, make a plan for change. You can't really do that one with that. Right. Maybe um, walk around the corner slower, but like, yeah. Or not be looking at your phone or whatever. But I'm not going to commit to those things. So <laughs> like, um, that one doesn't seem as applicable. Um, request forgiveness. I don't feel like that's as applicable no. in that one. Because like, if I bumped into you, you also bumped into me, most likely. Like, why didn't you see me? (laughs) And then the acknowledgement of suffering also seems um, dependent on the situation. Like, if you bumped into them and nothing bad happened and it was just a small, both of you bumped into each other, then it's like, but if they spilled their coffee on their white shirt, like, now there's more like, oh, I'm so sorry, that sucks, man. You know. Dutch Bros, $7. (laughs) Like, whoa, that's so much money that just hit the ground. Not so much, but relative yeah. to the time. Um, yeah. What else do we have here? Um, oh. So I had an idea on just kind of like following a, an idea to like its logical conclusion, if you will, on the idea of saying sorry without a plan for change behavior is, mm-hmm. without change behavior is a meaningless gesture. And the idea being like, that makes sense only if you have apologies that aren't, that are for voluntary mistakes. Yeah. Like if we're only apologizing for those and we're acknowledging that, well, if you didn't have any say in it, then you shouldn't have to apologize. Like, you have a bad day at work, I don't say I'm sorry, I say something like I understand, or like Mm -hmm. that sounds that sounds cruddy that sounds whatever, or and then if we do bump into each other, it's maybe a pardon me or an excuse Mm -hmm. me, or uh, I didn't see you there something like that, versus an apology then (coughs) fair enough if that's the only sort of apologies Mm -hmm. you're making is for for avoidable mistakes Mm -hmm that you're responsible for. Right. Then I'll... I can get behind that phrase. But I don't think that that's what that person meant by those things or that we are currently in a society where that's the only thing we apologize for. Um, so that was a little thing I had there. Here is a, a slightly... Here's a related thing. What do you think... What have you done or examples when there have been disagreements in the need for an apology? Mm. Like maybe one person feels like this was just an accident and they don't need to apologize. Or as the other person feels like, oh no, that was an avoidable mistake. 
You do owe me an apology. <clears throat> have you had any situations like that come up? I'm sure I have. I'm struggling to think of any. Do you have an example? Um, I have this occur during, like, episodes. Okay. Um, and I imagine you run into it when I have some sort of, like, when I have a manic episode mm-hmm. where, um, rescue, um, will accuse me of something. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, well, that was just a circumstantial... There was nothing I could have done about that. Like, I right. wasn't trying to make the situation worse for you. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to ruin your day okay. or anything. That's just how the day yeah. went. Um, whereas Rusty will be like, I need an apology for that right. sort of thing. Okay. Or I've been accused of, like, lying. and like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um... Hmm. I don't that one's interesting because like my instinct is to be like I'm sorry you're struggling with that or I'm sorry you feel that way. But I feel very uncomfortable with that language because it's so often used in gaslighting tactics, you know. Ooh, like yeah. where a person will be like, "Well, I'm sorry you can't handle this or I'm sorry that you're being so sensitive or I'm sorry that you feel upset by what I said." But mm. like, you know, and yeah, I'm yeah sorry, so you're I feel so hung up on blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that one's that's my instinct is to like apologize, you know, use that like um sympathy, you know, empathy yeah. apology where it's like I'm sorry you're feeling this way. Your, yeah. yeah, that sounds terrible. That seems frustrating that, you know, I see where you're at. I would also feel that way, etc. But, yeah. Yeah. It's I'm... so, that language is used so often by people trying to gaslight that I don't, it seems like there's maybe a better way to do that. I've, I've used this before and run into... Uh, mixed results mm-hmm. with with rescue right in mm-hmm. episodes where I, I've had that same impulse of like I'm sorry that you're having a hard time mm-hmm. which is true yeah like I I am acknowledging like that does look like it's a, have, you're having a hard time right now it mm-hmm. seems like a rough p- position to be in and I don't want you to be in that position I'm sorry that you're in that one right but it does come off it can come off gaslighting and one of the tactics I've used more recently that has been slightly more successful has been, like, uh, an acknowledgement, a, a pointing less towards that person, less towards you, and pointing more towards the situation itself. Mm. Like, I'm sorry that this is happening. Okay. I'm sorry that this has happened. I'm sorry that you are dealing with all of this. Yeah. You know, and, like, the the this the 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 third party this that now that you are doing enemy. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly now allows me to mobilize next to you against the this and mm-hmm. we can be on the same team interesting i like that um yeah because i i had that exact same impulse like i'm sorry you're going through that right like it seems like all you can do in well and if you catch me at the wrong moment and you say some shit like that you know like well I'm sorry that you feel so upset you know um (laughs) but like that wasn't what I was saying then it's it feels dismissive of like what I'm actually feeling in that moment dismissive of like me having any like it's almost like you don't know what's going on. That's why you're upset. And, like, that's not what you want to hear. Even if that's the truth, yeah. that's not what you want to hear in that moment. Is like you're misinterpreting things. And right, that's so. why you're upset. And it's like, no, I have a legitimate reason to be upset. And now you have, like, a fight happen between. It's a mixture of that apology and then, like, what is that, like, a recap? Like, mm-hmm. I want to, like, restate. Which could be well-intentioned and is often useful. Like, it seems like you're upset about like am I right to say that you're upset about this because of this and this is why you're feeling this way completely reasonable recap to have but as soon as you mix it with an apology if your recap is incorrect then it can go off the rails so it seems super risky to mix the two in a way that I hadn't thought about before ah again learning so many things right that's why we have these conversations
exactly why we have these conversations. It's not for you guys. It's just so we can learn shit while we talk to each other. <laughs> no, I'm That's just real. kidding. It's also for you guys. In the hopes that everybody else can <laughs> learn things, too. <laughs> I guess, if you want, or whatever. You, you, you do you. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll have to make a new graphic. Uh, y'all will see it as the only graphic if you are watching this episode and you clicked on a thing with this. It's probably the graphic that you clicked on. Um, but with all seven of those, with all seven of the... Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to call them apology languages. What would we call them? Components? The apology checklist? I like checklist. Maybe there's a better way to like phrase checklist, but... I'm, That's what it feels like it is to me. I'm very pro-checklist. You yeah. know what I mean? Checklist <laughs> Manifesto. Y'all yeah, should yeah. check that book out. Now now people are going to have my name associated with Communist Manifesto. And if you didn't before, now you do because I said it out loud. Um, but yeah, the Checklist Manifesto is a really good one. And it drives so much of how I live my life. It really does. So, seven component... Apology checklist. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about apologies? Anything that we've missed? Anything you want to ask the people? Um, maybe what they feel about this. Do you agree or disagree with this? You know, looking at it through this lens, do you agree with the initial proposition of there being five different languages and you only really accepting one because like maybe we're just looking at it that way because that's how we function you know right <clears throat> maybe it's in a blind spot that we're not seeing or you know okay so like do you agree do you disagree do you think that uh that there are five apology languages are there more are they mutually exclusive right. um does everyone accept all of them given the right context? Right. Uh, How context dependent is it? That's too many questions. <laughs> should answer whatever one right. of the questions or whichever combination of them you would like. I would love to discuss any of those things right. with you. So, uh, I think that's it for us this time. Yeah. I think no matter what your 80-20 apology thing on the checklist or whether you think that these are apology lists or not um, or languages or not, I think we can all agree that the way to apologize is not by holding your wife hostage in a live video. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, don't ever go I said on that, that at the end in case we need to cut it out, but I've been thinking it for, like, half of this. That's such a controversy right now. It's so... <sighs> that's, not, that's not the way, man. <laughs> that is not a real apology until next time thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs>